What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, We were actually on the road this last weekend. I was able to go uh, back home to my family's home uh, up in Ogden, Utah. Uh, I got to spend some time there. Uh, For Christmas, we'll be up in the Pacific Northwest. So I got a lot of traveling ahead of us. And uh, we apologize that we were not able to uh, get an FBS podcast out for those who who are fans of the show. Uh, This last week, we were not able to. But, you know, I think uh, spending time with family is a little bit more important during the holiday season. Uh, take it a little bit of a break, but we will be getting that uh, final uh, FBS, I mean, conference weekend, conference championship uh, underway uh, pretty soon. So uh, this next week and, and doing some predictions there. But uh, last week we were able to release our FCS uh, podcast. Last week was crazy. Absolutely wild. And uh, let's break it down. So we'll uh, introduce the biggest news. I have some breaking news that uh, was released about two hours ago from when I'm making this. So uh, by the time that it's, it, it will be about day old by the time this uh, episode is released. But still some breaking news, uh, kind of our reaction to it. And uh, we'll see what happens going forward there. Uh, we'll also break it down uh, by... Uh, each individual game, uh, keys to the game, and such after our break. So uh, let's go through it. For those of you who don't know, Montana, or sorry, Monmouth uh, beat Holy Cross by a score of 44 to 27. We were correct there. I'll let you know where we, we guessed right, where we guessed wrong here. Uh, we we're actually, I guess, 42 to 21 as the final score. So uh, two points off on the Monmouth and uh, six points off on the Holy Cross. Really close. Uh, next, uh, we had Albany over CCSU, uh, Central Connecticut State. I was a little weary of this uh, through the first half. Uh, it looked like it was going to be basically whoever got the ball last. But uh, Albany started chugging, and uh, that was kind of the end of the story there. So kind of a fun game. Uh, the Great Danes were able to come out on top. We also got guessed that one right. Uh, the next one, Austin P uh, stayed at home, defended the fortress, I believe is what they call it. Uh, they beat Furman by a score of 42 to 6. Austin P showed that they were a superior team, and Furman got bounced. Uh, the next game, Southeast Missouri uh, against Illinois State. Southeast Missouri lost by a score of 6 to 24. Uh, Illinois State really flexed their muscles hard in this game, and it's going to make me a little bit weary on what I'm going to be taking this next week. Actually, uh, out of the three games next week, well, this upcoming week, I, I, I'm weary now. After after a strong performance by Illinois State and a, and a strong performance by Austin P, it makes you think, you know, can Illinois State upset Central Arkansas or can Austin P upset Sacramento State. Kind of interesting takes. We'll see that a little bit later. Um, the next game of the day was you and I versus San Diego. You and I got the win, seventeen to three. Uh, a little low scoring affair. We were we were pretty close on the score here. I thought San Diego would score. Uh, I believe I had them at fourteen, a little bit more, but they played really well. Uh, here in well at the dome but you and i was able to come out on top congratulations to them uh the next game and uh, we were able to guess that one right so you know through the first half of the day i'm feeling great about myself i'm like man i'm four or five and then this is where things kind of broke down uh nichols did beat und by a score of 24 to 6 uh there were a few reasons for that uh james johannison the running back was uh dealing with some injuries uh you can always make excuses for for the injuries and stuff if he would have been at 100 i think they 
they would have ran the ball a little bit better. They didn't run, uh, UND didn't run uh, the ball like they have uh, throughout the entire year, forcing them to pass a lot more. Uh, but you know what? I think that was a good learning experience, and I cannot wait to see uh, the Fighting Hawks go into the Missouri Valley this next year. They've been uh, awesome. I love this team. I, I, You know what? They definitely deserve to be there. Uh, and congratulations to Nickel State. I didn't. I I've been very skeptical uh, skeptical of them all year. I had Central Arkansas winning the Southland in the in the at the first of the year. I did not go with the conventional take, which was uh, Nichols. Now they had a tie for it, but uh, you know Nichols beat them head to head. But overall, it was a it was a tie for that one. So I've been kind of doubting them, and I and I doubted Nichols here. I had a lot of confidence in UND. They they didn't get it done, so we were wrong there. Uh, but it was a really good game. It was probably one of my favorite games to watch. Uh, I was actually in. Uh, Cash County. For those of you from Utah, I was up in Smithfield on the border of Idaho and Utah, and uh, I was streaming it from my phone uh, as I was uh, visiting with some family members. I know it kind of sounds rude that I was doing that, like streaming it uh, while uh, you know I'm sitting there with a big, uh, happy family. But uh, sometimes you just got to do uh, you know football calls, as I say. It. Next up was Wofford against Kennesaw, and uh, I thought Wofford. Again, uh, Wofford won twenty or Kennesaw won uh, twenty eight to twenty one. Wofford lost, uh, and I had I took Wofford, and the reason was last year these two teams played, which you know the majority of the time you're going to get a Southland, or no, sorry, a Southern. They're in the SoCon. Yes, they're in the SoCon. I just had to make sure. Sorry, looking at my nails. Uh, they're in the so the the SoCon, and they're playing against a very good team. That is in the, uh, oh my goodness, I'm blinking, Big South. Oh my goodness, sorry. I have all these things, like my notes are all a mess. Okay. Against a Big South team. And it, and it is really interesting. Uh, they usually get matched up because you don't, because, you know, they have this criteria where uh, you can't travel more than 400 miles outside of the first round. And then, anyway, so you're not going to get a team, you know, like like a Weaver State going to go up and play Maine uh, the first round. You're not going to get that. So it was it was set up just like last year. I thought Wofford would get their revenge. They're going to defend their home field. I thought Kennesaw, you know, I was skeptical of them throughout the year because I was like, you play in a conference that isn't, you know, really known for their, their football ability. But at the same time, it's also like, like you had one hard game this year and you lost it. And even against Campbell, Campbell gave them a run for their money. That's a good Campbell team. I'm not saying anything about it, but they, they just kind of played just all right, football. I wasn't ever impressed, but they, you know what? They were able to go to Wofford. These two play, these two teams play really similar, uh, styles of play. I actually had the score right. I just had it reversed. I believe I had it 28-21 for Wofford. Uh, Wofford doesn't defend, and the Terriers are, are sent home packing. All right, next, and the final game of the day was Southeast Louisiana against Villanova. I took Villanova, and Southeast Louisiana came back, roaring back uh, to beat them. I mean, it was at home, and I thought, you know what, Nova's kind of, uh, after Justin T Covington had uh, went down, I was like, you know what, they're going to get it, they're going to get back. Don't worry, they're going to they're gonna finally find their feet. And they won the last three games of the year. I said, okay, they're going to get it once when they get to uh, Southeast Louisiana. I thought South Louisiana, I mean, they weren't one of the last four in, which was surprising to me. Uh, but uh, they got home field advantage and they, and they defended it well. And it looks like, you know, uh, they're going to be on the road this next weekend against uh, Montana. And that's a very intriguing matchup. It's going to be hard uh, to, 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 to really predict that one uh, where, 
you know, first round, you already have an extra game uh, more than these guys. These guys had an entire week to scout you, to watch you. Uh, but also, uh, it's kind of this catch-22 where, you know, these teams, they are gonna they found their rhythm. I mean, Illinois State, I thought they were thrown out of their rhythm against Youngstown State, and I was very critical of that loss. Now they might have sat everybody because they felt like they were going to get in, and uh, I don't really know how that game played out directly because I didn't watch the game. I looked at the stats, but I was like, man, they didn't play well. I think that um, SEMO is going to get them, especially at home. They went on the road. They were able to get the win. Congratulations to Illinois State. And it feels like they're kind of in this flow. They looked really good throughout the entire game, uh, you know, dominated every facet of the game. And that's why they're uh, into the next round. Uh, all right. Now moving on to our uh, breaking news uh, for today. Tomorrow will be a day's old news, but uh, the university of ja or Jacksonville university has just announced that they will be cutting its football program. I read the, uh, the press release and it said that they uh, just through data analysis and uh, you know, allocation of resources, blah, 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 that they'll be cutting it. And it is very, very sad uh, that we are losing uh, a member of, uh, of, you know, the FCS of football. Uh, I hate to see this, you know, UAB tried to do it a few years ago and we saw how that ended up turning out for them. I mean, it was kind of a, a full on, you know, stage rebellion almost uh, because people don't want to lose their football. Uh, despite what you think people want to go. And, and even if you're pulling, you know, a thousand people a game, a thousand people still want to see it and, and support. You have alumni support. Uh, sad to see them go. Uh, hate to see when, when, a when a university cuts that and uh, we'll see what happens with that university uh, because football, I mean, it's known as the moneymaker. That's where you, you pull a lot of money unless, you know, they have a really good uh, basketball team and they, they tear it up and they go to the NCAA tournament, but uh, it'll be really hard to see what happens going forward with them. But that was, the breaking news of the day. All right, so now we're going to be moving back into the uh, playoff pitcher. So the home teams this last weekend were six and two, and uh, congratulations to the home teams for for defending that uh, home field advantage. However, uh, Illinois State was able to sneak up and get a win, as did Kennesaw State. So uh, two really interesting teams and really interesting matchups. Um, the home teams actually outscored the visiting teams by a score of two hundred forty-one to one fifty-two. The home team averaged about 30 points a game uh, to the away team's 19. And that really has to do with the Austin P and the Albany beatdown, why those numbers are so uh, far apart. But I'm going to guess this week uh, the games are going to be a little bit uh, – Closer, like I said, we went four and eight. They threw a few curveballs in there. Uh, again, the biggest one that I debated probably more than anything was the Simo uh, against Illinois State. Uh, I didn't really know. I felt confident. The Southeast Louisiana Nova game was probably the second hardest one for me to pick. Uh, I thought for sure uh, that uh, UND would get the win and Wofford would get the win. But those two games, I, I debated back and forth. And you know what? If I would have taken them, I would have had a little bit better. Oh well. So. You know, uh, and then, oh, here's another one. Out of the last four in, uh, you know, Furman and UND uh, were two of the last four in. They ended up losing, but two of them actually moved on, Illinois State and Kennesaw, which is kind of interesting. Uh, teams like Towson, uh, SIU, uh, uh, South Carolina State, and New Hampshire, they'll be, you know, complaining loudly that, hey, we would have had a chance, we would have got the win, but. You know what, they, they didn't, but it's also good to see that, you know, the committee, it wasn't, you know, all four of them lost, but they, they put up against uh, some really good competition and we were able to, to see that happen. 
Alrighty, so we will be taking a break now, kind of this uh, last week's preview, and we're going to be looking forward to this week. And uh, after the break, we'll discuss: are there are there any seeds, uh, kind of on uh, you know upset alert? I have debated this. There's a couple of really hard games this week. Out of eight, I hope I can do better than four games this week. Uh, we will release our uh, full-on uh, analysis of the games after the break. So stay tuned. All right, and we are back after that nice break. Thank you, Anchor, for all of your support. Okay, so uh, sorry about that. Uh, there was actually there was actually a, a package being delivered at my house. That's why I stopped and it threw me off. Somebody was knocking. I was like, "What the heck is going on back there?" Uh, <laughs> I'll have to go and see if it was on the audio. Anyway, so let's move on uh, to this week's game. Super excited uh, once again to see this this uh, second round action. Who are we going to get for the quarterfinals? I cannot wait to see who we have. And uh, quite frankly, uh, that's what my Saturday is going to consist of. Uh, you can't... Uh, my wife always jokes, she's like, well, might as well uh, work on Saturday because you're going to be watching football all day. I'm like, oh, no, I'll go and do things with you. But uh, when we go and do things, of course, I'm watching uh, football on the phone or, or uh, wherever we're at, uh, trying to find uh, those games. And these games are going to be so much fun. You guys have no idea. All righty. So uh, I will announce uh, we'll be going it by uh how it is will be played on ESPN. All these games can be found on ESPN three. Uh, you can watch them on the ESPN app. So, uh, anyway, that's where I have been watching. I believe next week they'll be on ESPN two. Uh, so, uh, get, get excited, but this week it will be on ESPN three on the ESPN app. All right. So, uh, the first game of the day is James Madison against Monmouth. This is, will be played at one o'clock in, uh, at James Madison. Uh, 11 o'clock for those of you out west or 10 o'clock on the Pacific uh, Mountain Time. It's 11 o'clock. And quite frankly, I think this is the best game of the, the, the week. And people are going to think that I'm crazy. But I really think this Monmouth team, they're scary. They look super calm and collected against uh, – uh, against Holy Cross and that Holy Cross they're they're a tough team. They beat down on uh New Hampshire 16 to 10 at the first of the year. This is a tough uh Holy Cross team. I cannot wait to see this game. And uh, it's kind of almost like uh, the passing uh, the changing of the guard whatever you want to call it. Jane Madison's the number two, and uh, everyone's expecting them to win. I think they're going to win. Vegas has them as a 27-point favorite. Now, I understand that James Madison has crushed all things in its path and almost beat West Virginia, but don't count this Monmouth Hawks team out. Uh, I think that uh, – I think – all season, they've been second. Everyone's been telling them they're second. Uh, they have had a week off. Now I'm going to be taking James Madison in this game, but I'm going to. Uh, I don't think they'll beat him by 27. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, if there is an upset, I have three uh, teams that could be upsetted, and I wouldn't be surprised where I go. Mm, yeah, I, I kind of uh, had that feeling about it. This game, uh, I think, will be will be closer than what people uh, are predicting. Uh, the other game will be Sacramento State against Austin P. And the final game will be Central Arkansas against Illinois State. I think a lot of these people, they, they, they take these top eight seeds and they just advance them automatically, which is great. But uh, I think that this one's going to be a really good game. I can't wait to watch it. I think Monmouth is is, is a really gritty football team. Uh, they're not traveling super far from New Jersey. So 
but I, I think James Madison, I think they're, they're superior. Uh, they're a superior football team. I think through halftime, it's going to be really close. And then uh, second half, I think the chips will fall where they may, but I'm going to be taking James Madison in this game. We will see what happens. Uh, makes me a little uh, uneasy because I'm like, I don't know about that game. Kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of just got that feel. So uh, we'll see what will, what will happen uh, come this, you know, this time on, on Saturday. Okay, the next game that will be played after the James Madison uh, Monmouth game is the Northern Iowa Panthers will go to Brookings, South Dakota, and uh, take on the Jacks. Now, this this year already, uh, let me find it. Yes, this year already, uh, South Dakota State won thirty eight to seven. Last year, uh, you and I. Play or one twenty four to nine. I honestly think this is going to come down to the quarterback play. You uh, and I does not uh, typically play very well away from home. Uh, they are a dome team, and I think because of that, they kind of uh, you know a lot of people say about the about uh, the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. You kind of get this uh, dome fever, if you will, where you know you don't ever have to play in the weather. You know. Brookings, South Dakota this time of year is cold. It's going to be snowy. It's going to be uh, things you can almost not even prepare for. Now, I understand that you live in it. Iowa is a very cold place, uh, but I will be taking uh, the Jacks of South Dakota State. I think if this game was at home uh, for the UNI Panthers, I would take UNI. I think this is going to be a close game. I don't think it will be a blowout like uh, the last game. Uh, They have it, like I said, Eight and a half point spread for South Dakota State. Uh, currently, uh, the betting lines in Las Vegas. So we will see. Uh, I feel like it will probably be a, be a, a one touchdown game. Uh, we'll mull over that. And uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter, you can uh, find my predictions for the for the score uh, on Friday before the games. But uh, I think it'll be probably about a one score game. I think it will be a good game. I think it's just going to come down down to uh, South Dakota. State's quarterback play. I think their defense is really, really good. And and again, the elements are are on their side. The next game of the day will be uh, Albany uh, going on the road to Bozeman to Montana State. Now, here are a couple of stats. Uh, Montana State is 7-8 and eight all time. Uh, they've been here before. They've played in the playoffs. They're a very successful uh, FCS program. Uh, last year, they ended up losing to North Dakota State uh, in the second round. Albany's first ever playoff win was last week against uh, CCSU. And I find it really interesting. For those of you uh, friends of the of the show and stuff, uh, you know that we had uh, Coach Joe Davis on the show. And I asked him uh, a very specific question. And I really love this question uh, to ask college football coaches. One word to describe your program. A lot of people will say, you know, hardworking, uh, you know, disciplined, uh, we have fun. I mean, there, there's, a, there's been a myriad of, of answers. This is the only one, only one that has said this word. And it, and it really made an impression on me. And, uh, I mean, shout out to him for, for doing this, but he said rising. And at the first of the year, they were predicted uh, projected to be one of the amongst the worst in the CAA. Uh, and he said, we are rising. We are a rising program. And I said, okay, 
I'll take you on that. So I predicted them maybe three or four spots above the, everybody else. And I said, you know what? I got maybe it's not inside information, but he said they're rising. Uh, he said he really likes Jeff Undercuffler. Uh, he's really liking the seniors here. Okay, I'll take his word for it. And then they go and they explode. Number two in the CAA. And you know what? They get their first playoff win. Uh, you know, the head coach, Greg Gustasso, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Uh, he is the, the coach of the year for the CAA, potentially the coach of the year for uh, the entire uh, country in the FCS, and, and totally has changed this program. And I'm like, wow. I mean, when you said rising, like I'm thinking, you know, we'll get back to maybe six wins. No, they're all the way up here. They're in the playoffs. They're in the second round, uh, and they're and they're playing extremely well. Now, I don't know. I, I, going on the road to Bozeman again. They're they're from cold weather, so weather's not a factor. But it's just the travel time. We're talking a lot of time spent uh, traveling. You're going to be playing at elevation, and uh, honestly, I think that uh, Montana State will win. Vegas has Montana State by. Uh, let me make sure we're going to do the updated uh, rankings right now by nine and a half points. Or the, sorry, the updated. Uh, betting lines nine and a half points and i think that's a that's a fair a very fair uh estimate i love this albany team i i give them the biggest shout out in the world uh i should have listened better when he when he said rising but congratulations to, to coach davis and, and and everybody on the uh, university of albany staff really impressive this year uh, i hope that next year they can they can replicate what they're able to accomplish and uh, congratulations to them i think this is going to be a really fun game to watch uh it's one of the, you know, like uh, there's about four games that, that I'm really like, okay, I'm tuning in to watch this. Uh, I know uh, there's no uh, offense that should be taken here, but the North Dakota State, you know, I've seen them play all year. I know what they're going to do to Nichols. I don't know how much of that game I'm going to watch. This game, despite uh, me really having a strong feeling that Montana State will win, I'm going to be tuning into this. It will be an amazing game and uh, very excited to see it. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll be, like I said, tune in for Friday or on Friday, look on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you follow us on, and we'll be releasing our uh, like the the scores of the game. All right, the next game of the day, and this has a very big impact on what I end up doing this next weekend, and that is Weber State playing home against Kennesaw State. Now, uh, I'm going to be taking Weber State in this game. Uh, Las Vegas has Weber State, a 12-point uh, favorite at home in Ogden. Now, I want to give you a couple stats just to let you guys know. Uh, from the University of Kennesaw State to Weber State University in Ogden, it is 1,836 miles. The, the weather right now in Kennesaw, uh, it looks like, and pretty much all week, uh, today's the coldest day on, on Tuesday. It's 46. Uh, when they're going to be leaving, it'll be around 63 degrees. Uh, these guys will be out out uh, in the nice and warmth uh, of Georgia and what they have to offer. Currently right now in Ogden, uh, it, it looks like the high is going to be around 32 today. And on Saturday, the high as of right now is 35 degrees and they said it will be snowing. Uh, now that is Ogden. That is in the valley. If you guys have never been to Ogden, Weaver State sits up on the hill on the mountains nestled. I mean, it is one of the, uh, probably one of the prettiest sites in college football. And, and I don't say that just because I'm from there, uh, but it is really, really pretty. You can see the entire Ogden Valley. You're nestled up uh, against the mountains, and, and it is 
I mean, it is a sight to see, but the wind gets nasty up there. Uh, it's going to be cold, and if the if if it's snowing or raining, you better believe that it is going to be playing into the advantage of Weber State. Now, uh, people will say, no, 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 what are you talking about? Kennesaw State is, is a triple option. It's a run first team. You're right. But Weber State has one of the best run defenses in the nation. They run a lot, too. You know, Josh Davis, All-American. This kid's a standout. I love watching him play. I was sad that uh, he got a concussion in the first quarter of the UND game. I couldn't watch him play the entire game. But this kid's a stud, and you're going to watch out for him. Weber State's defense is superior, and I think that's going to be the key of this game. Now, if Weber State wins, uh, because I'm down here in St. George, I have finals this next week, I won't be able to travel uh on the road or i traveled up last weekend i can't travel up again this weekend to watch this game i'm really bummed but i'm hoping that they can get the win if they get this win uh we're probably looking at uh you know it would be a quarterfinal game and i will most definitely be there uh cheering on the wildcats or whomever they are playing cheering on the fcs football and uh, really seeing i think the wildcats are going to take care of uh business uh, 12 points is a, is a pretty good prediction. I'm probably going to be taking them by two touchdowns. I think this Weber State team, uh, you know, despite the 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 oops against Montana, I think they they're a different team when they play at home. Uh, home cooking. Uh, I'm going to be taking the Wildcats of Weber State over uh, the Kennesaw State. Owls, but you know what, Kennesaw State, congratulations uh, on a great football t- uh, season. I know that uh, the the Western teams we don't get as much uh, credit. Uh, a lot, you know, not as many people stay up to watch the games or or, or whatnot. I mean, you look at the Pac-12. The Big Sky is another thing. You got to watch out for these teams. They're dangerous. The four of them that are still left in, uh, they're it's going to be interesting how this plays out. Uh, the next. Uh, Game of the D is going to be Southeast Louisiana against Montana. Now, here's another uh, crazy stat. Uh, The Lions will have to travel uh, 2,141 miles uh, from Southeast Louisiana all the way up to Montana up there, I believe, in not in Billings, in Missoula. It is in Missoula. I had to make sure. Uh, Anyway, it's a very long... uh, treacherous journey i guess i know i know they're on flights and stuff it's going to be the same thing uh like kennesaw state montana the high right now uh is going to be around 30 degrees there's going to be snow Uh, i don't know during the game but there's going to be snow everywhere it's going to be cold and uh it's not the same it's a different element to the game and now i can't you know it's like I can't explain it, but I mean, at least for me as a runner, I hate running when it's cold. I run in St. George in the fall when I'm running at 70 degrees. It's beautiful. We go up to Denver. It's 20 degrees, snowing, raining. I don't run as well. You don't perform as well. It kind of gets you out of your element. Now, there are people, uh, they're like the horses. They're mutters. When the worse it gets, the better they, they perform and stuff. I think Southeast Louisiana, after a close win last week, after an emotional win last week, they're going to be, you know, riding high, feeling good about themselves, but I don't think they're going to overcome this Montana team. I think this Montana team is going to be out for vengeance. I think they want to set the record straight. Number one, why they got a seed. And number two, that that Montana State thing was a fluke. They got to get the recruiting back in the state. They got to make a big statement. And I think that's going to be against Southeast Louisiana. Then, as long as they're not looking forward to, to, to the next week, which would be a potential rematch of that Weber State Montana game, uh, they're they're going to take care of business. I think that this is uh, going to be a really fun game to watch. Uh, I 
for 100% going to be taking Montana in this game. They have a favorite at 11.5 points. I think that's a really favorable score. I have Montana most likely by 10. Uh, once when I go through the stats a little bit longer, a little bit later, we will be. Uh, we'll, I'll release that 100%. The next uh, game of the day is Illinois State against uh, Central Arkansas. Now I have. Like Central Arkansas, I put them as high as five in my uh, standings. I believe Illinois State, the highest they've ever reached was seven. And I've been really, you know, I've, I've watched this team, but they've had a couple of times throughout this year just kind of mess ups. And in my opinion, you can't have that. I think Illinois State this last week, they are on a roll. Uh, they kind of have that uh, step down. Um, Arkansas, uh, here we go. Uh, Central Arkansas is 2-4 in the playoffs all time. Uh, Illinois State is 9-7. and seven. They played Illinois State in 2016, and they won 31-24 at home. But um, I think that was a different Illinois State team. In my per personal opinion, I think that Illinois State gets the win. Vegas has them favored. And it's not just because Vegas is favoring them. I just think there's something there. I was wrong on them. I thought SEMO would get the win. And uh, a lot of people are just taking, you know, the the straight one through eight, and that's going to be the seeds playing for it. You know there's going to be at least one upset. This is going to be my upset. I think Illinois State goes on the road uh, down, way, down into uh, Arkansas and gets the win. Uh, I think the Central Arkansas team is rising. I think next year they will win the Southland outright as long as they keep everybody uh, that is on their team. Uh, their quarterback is a great piece, and he's going to be something to build the future on. I just don't think it's their year yet. Uh, I mean, the two teams that they played that were really hard teams, Southeast Louisiana and Nichols uh, State, they're still in it, and they lost to them. So the next the next challenger that is coming up, who is it? Here it is, Illinois State out of the Missouri Valley. I think they go down into Arkansas, and they get the win. Uh, I'm going to be taking Illinois State probably by three, uh, three to six points uh, in that win over the Bears. Okay, uh, we just have a couple more games to do. We have North Dakota State and Austin P. So uh, North Dakota State playing Nickel State. It will be uh, on around 3 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, I don't really know how to really break this game down. I think, again, Nickel State, kind of like Southeast Louisiana, they got the win. Uh, they're going to be happy with that win. They were able to get a playoff win. They're going to be able to use that in recruiting and, and uh, hopefully continue to build that program. North Dakota State does not lose at home. Uh, I mean, they play amazing in the Fargo Dome. Uh, the last time that they lost uh, was November 4th at San Diego State. or I always say San Diego State. South Dakota State, SDSU. I write that down every time. FCS, okay. South Dakota State was the last time. So 16 was the last time that they lost. Uh or sorry, that was in that was November fourth, and that was in two thousand seventeen, I believe. And then last time they lost in Fargo was against James Madison, December sixteenth. And uh, you know what? That's just that's an incredible time. Last year they went fifteen and zero. The year before they were fourteen and one, and that was all. That one loss was on the road against South Dakota State. Well, the last time they lost at home was December, and that was uh, the quarterfinal matchup where James Madison would go on to eventually win the national championship. This, these teams are tough. This team is tough as nails at home. Uh, right now, uh, they are big favorites at home. Uh, you're looking at uh, a 28-point 
favorite, I'll be taking North Dakota State. The final game of the day is Austin P against uh, Sacramento State. Now, here we go. This is a very uh, another kind of wild stat that we traveling 2,273 miles uh and that is the quickest way that you can get there, at least right now on, on, on Google, right? Google Maps, uh, to from Clarksville, Tennessee to Sacramento, California. Uh, I, I think this is the second biggest game of the week. Now, there could be uh, an upset. The biggest one, I mean, I took James Madison. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I took Illinois State as the upset. This is the second one that could be an upset. But I, again... I don't think that the, I think the travel has a lot to do with it. I think Mark Hudspeth is a great coach. I think he's built Austin P uh, into an amazing power. The last, neither one of these teams had had any FCS playoff victories. Uh, this is the first time that Sacramento State is there. Uh, it will be a really interesting game uh, as they as they decide to play. Uh, it's going to be tough. You know, last time, yeah, last time Sacramento State was, was in the playoffs, they were D2 in 1988. They went 10-3. and three. That was the last time they hit 10 wins. Uh, P, this is their first ever playoff appearance, first ever 10-win season. Mark's Hudspeth is 51 and 38, but on the road, they don't, they're not the same team as they are at home. They'll remember they lost to Tennessee State. I doubt that. I'm putting that out of the back of my mind saying they went on the road in their own state and lost to, uh, to a Tennessee State team that really wasn't that good. Uh, so I'm going to be taking the Hornets here. Now, the Hornets have a very, really tricky matchup going forward. Uh, but you know what? This is the first time they're here. It's going to be a great opportunity uh, to build for next season, get some experience. I think that uh, Sacramento State ends up getting the win. Vegas has them by 13. I think it might be a little bit closer, around 10. Uh, but we will be, again, releasing that a little bit later. Kind of interesting games going forward. All right, so that has been our FCS podcast, and uh, uh, we'll let you guys know how we do. Last week we went four and eight. Uh, that is actually the worst. Well, I guess the worst week for the for um, overall. The you know in the FPS we've always had winning weeks. This week we 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 broke even. So hopefully we can uh, at least get five out of eight. Uh, but uh, we're going to be taking an upset. Everyone's taking uh, kind of just sticking to the status quo. I'll be taking that upset in. Uh, in Arkansas. So uh, let me know if you guys have any uh, other information, any inside information, any uh, things that you like about the show, things we could do different. Let us know. Break it down for us. Send us a, a DM. We'll make sure uh, to respond to you. Thank you guys for your support. And uh, until next time, next week at this time, we'll have be having the same conversation. Be a little bit clearer as we the, the road to Frisco happens. Uh, thank you guys. Have a great week, and let's keep the ball rolling.